Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Insightful Devotion Podcast. And if this is your first time tuning in to the podcast, I'd like to say welcome and thanks for tuning in today. Well, let me introduce myself. I'm your host and filled with the Holy Ghost, David. I hope that each and every one of my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners around the world are having a great day and are experiencing God like never before, because this is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So I'd like to go ahead and pray before we start anything and ask God to allow us to hear his words clearly so that once they are heard, they would be rooted in us so deeply that we would act on it and be hearers and doers of his holy word. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, fall fresh on us and have mercy on us. We are your children, and you said that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And Lord, with that in mind, we ask that your presence would be made known to all of us as we come before you today, casting all of our worries, anxieties, and concerns, giving them to you because you care for us and love us. And may we continually grow in you as you manifest in us so that we live a consecrated, blameless, and righteous life before you all the days of our lives. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, in today's episode, I want to talk along the topic of how we have had moments when opportunities have presented themselves too good to be true, or they may have been right within our grasp and so forth, only for the Lord to tell us no or not now. And if I'm being honest in those times that we hear those words, no or not now from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it can hurt us. Yet later on, if we realize and we understand that those words that Christ had told us, no or not now, they will be truly life changing and will guide us in the future he has planned for us. Because Psalms 8411 reminds us, telling us this, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord grants favor and honor. He does not withhold the good from those who live with integrity. Now, God will chastise those whom he loves. God will test us to see if we are really serious and wanting to grow in our walks with him. And in that testing, God will allow us to see if we are truly living uprightly. Sometimes God is wanting to give us more of himself and teach us and experience in him in ways we've never known before. So in whatever God decides to do, I have learned from past experiences in life and I'm still having to learn to be obedient to what the Lord says, because this life isn't easy and there are difficult times we may go through, whether we brought them on ourselves. The enemy has tried to drive us crazy and tries to come against us constantly or God will allow things to happen in order that we may put our trust in him and depend on him in order to have the victory in those situations and in those moments. Because John chapter 16, verse 33 says this, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. Meaning when God has a door with your name on it, only he can open it or close it. And we have to be willing to accept whatever the Lord chooses to do for us because the only way we can have peace in anything is in him because God is the alpha 
and the Omega, which means he is the beginning and the end. And he sees things unfolding before we ever can and knows the end result. In fact, God made us and not we ourselves. He is our first love and foreknew us and had a plan for our good and not for our bad before we were ever thought of or conceived. Because when God does say yes or now is the time, we will certainly know and there will be no doubt surrounding what God has spoken. Because within Revelation chapter 3 verse 7, we are told the one who is holy, who is true, who has the key of David, who opens a door that no one can shut and who shuts a door that no one can open. So we can't get upset when things don't go our way, because the fact is, when we are God's children, we will go through various seasons in which our faith will be tested. We will be persecuted. There will be times of pruning. We will have moments of temptation, because as I've mentioned before in previous podcast episodes, Ecclesiastes chapter three talks about there is a season for everything. But notice it's just a season, not a lifetime. Because seasons do come to an end only when we've learned the lesson God has intended for us to learn from them, which is why sometimes we may see the similar or the same cycles occur and some of us are able to make it through by remembering and realizing that if God brought me through the last storm, he can bring me through this one. Or you may be the one that hasn't learned from a previous pattern or a previous cycle and are constantly getting stuck not realizing that the same power that rose Christ from the dead is alive on the inside of you and can set you free from those patterns and cycles. So that's what I want to discuss today is how we as believers should be able to recognize when God has opened or closed a door and understand what actions on our part he is requiring and wanting from us in response of him doing so. The obvious answer majority of the time when we are thinking yes, but having God say no or not now is closely found in the fruit that we are currently producing, which may be none at the time. And if we are in Christ, he wants us to be fruitful and not fruitless. It could be pruning season, which means we will produce more once we've been pruned, learning to trust and depend on him more despite what our circumstances look like. Because the fruit of the spirit are mentioned within Galatians chapter five, verse 22 through 26, saying, but the spiritual nature produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. There are no laws against things like that. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their corrupt nature along with its passions and desires. If we live by our spiritual nature, then our lives need to conform to our spiritual nature. We can't allow ourselves to act arrogantly and to provoke or envy each other. And the God that we serve is so gracious and kind, not wanting anyone to perish. He loves us so much and dearly that if he's not seeing this being produced in us, he will chastise us. He will make sure that we are able to have self-control in him, that we do produce joy in times whenever everybody else around us are joyless. 
He will allow us to have peace that surpasses all understanding and patience in the waiting seasons and a love that covers a multitude of sins because we are to be kind to one another and knowing that God is faithful to his promises. And God wants to make sure that we are able to produce fruit in him, which is the fruit of the spirit. What I was reading in Galatians chapter five, verse 22 through 26, because if you go back and read that scripture and none of those fruits are present in your life, then that is why sometimes when we thought, yes, God is saying no or not now, because where he is taking you, you will not be able to keep up with what he has before you because you will not have the patience to keep on going. Whenever you hit a hard road in the future, you will not have the self-control to be able to go further in your life where he has planned for you. So in all honesty, we are hurting ourselves by not producing any fruit in Christ because if you say you are for Christ, you are going to be obedient to him and listen to his commands because it tells us in his word that if you love him, you will obey his commands. And when we obey his commands, we will see fruit being produced in us, which is those self-control and gentleness to hear what he has to say. And that we will not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Now, I want to ask you some of these questions. Has any outcome of any situation you've experienced caused you to become bitter because you wanted something and couldn't get it? You waited for something only for it to never show up or to not get the thing you've longed for. Or do you belittle and look down at others thinking you're better than them? And the list can go on because we always seem to have no problem identifying or discerning things of this nature when it comes to other people, except when it comes to looking at ourselves, we tend to have a hard time seeing it. Now, I may be stepping on some of your toes today, but I have to speak truthfully and off the experience that I have learned in my seasons whenever I thought a yes and God has told me no or not now because our own righteousness acts are as filthy as rags, according to Isaiah chapter 64, verse six, because it is only when we allow the Holy Spirit to enter our hearts and search us completely that he will uproot any nasty, sinful and ungodly things we've held on to or thought had value. But if we don't allow the Holy Spirit to consume us, we'll easily fall into temptation and will become spiritually blind, not realizing that our disobedience to the Holy Spirit is keeping us from passing those tests that God is wanting us to pass. Because when the Holy Spirit has come upon us, we shall receive power to do things that honor God. But instead, how often do many of us ignore the signs the Holy Spirit is giving us and we are wanting to do things our way instead? Well, I know I'm not alone in raising my hand and admitting to the truth, because at some point in our walks with Christ, as we have seen throughout the Bible, how many numerous people had heard from God and had did the things that he has requested of them being righteous in his sight, yet only to do things they regret later on by gratifying themselves instead of remaining faithful to the words and things God had revealed and told them to do. You see, it's in that moment we must realize that God is gracious and kind to us and wanting us to put our trust back in him, seeing that he and he alone is able to strengthen us. And he is faithful in keeping his promises to us that causes us to live righteous and faultless in his sight because it is accepting the finished works of his son, Jesus Christ, that keeps us rooted in him, allowing 
us which are his sheep being able to hear his voice clearly. You see, we must ask ourselves these questions because I believe that many of us should be further in our walk with Christ. As the Bible tells us, we shouldn't just be consuming liquid. We should be eating solid foods. We should be able to do these things that glorify his name and that we should continually carry our crosses daily instead of dropping them. Because sometimes God will say no or not now to something we thought we heard a yes to because our heart postures aren't right with him. Our motives for wanting that thing specifically are wrong. Maybe we put too much trust in man and not in God. Only by God saying no or not now to awaken us to the fact that if he would have said yes when we thought yes, it could have destroyed us or could have hindered us from something else he had in store for us. Or the worst case being that we could have chosen the ways of this world about going after getting these things. Instead, when we as believers in Christ are called to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto us. So keeping that in mind. Ask yourself the following four questions I'm going to read out in just a second, because sometimes when we thought yes, but God said no or not now, God is only doing so to get our attention out of his love for us. Or you may have done everything he's asked you to do, but because his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, he will want to bless you in a certain way more than you could have ever asked, thought, or imagined. And one of the best ways to identify this is to look within us instead of blaming everything around us as to why we are stuck where we are, even if it truly was someone plotting against us and didn't have our best interests in mind. We can't allow other people's insecurities or them thinking and acting evil towards us to stop us from drawing closer to Christ and receiving the blessings he has for us. Number one, do I want to change or am I just fascinated with the idea of change? Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, when we know better but don't do better, we are sinning and bringing hardship on ourselves. And that applies to every area of our lives. So think about that for a minute, because James chapter four, verse 17 says, so it is sin to know the good and yet not do it. Meaning instead of receiving the change within us, we know that is needed because the Holy Spirit has made us aware of it. We are fascinated with a fantasy that will never be until we wake up to the reality that we can only change by asking our Heavenly Father to help us who tells us we have not because we ask not and therefore we must come before him in faith believing he will do what we've asked because without faith it is impossible to please him and faith without works is dead, meaning you hear and do what the Lord says. Basically, you're walking the walk and talking the talk because when you ask God to change you, there are chances he will test you in which action is required on your part, which means you shall be victorious because you believe that he can and you've displayed your faith in him by accepting his instruction as to hearing and doing what he's asked of you. Number two, don't despise small beginnings because we have learned that one of the fruits of the spirit is patience. And when we allow the Holy Spirit to do a new thing within us, it can be immediately when breaking habits and addictions or things we are trying to get free from 
or it can be a process in which God is wanting to bring us through so that we will share our testimony and encourage others in Christ to keep on keeping on with the progress we've made and will continue to make because when we are weak, our God is strong and is able to sympathize with us in our weaknesses. And he allows us to pray to him on all occasions about any and everything and will hear us and answer us, not in our timing, but in his perfect timing. Number three, don't give up and don't give in. Remembering the importance of why you started in the first place, even though it would be easier to give up and there may be moments that we will still make mistakes along the way because nobody is perfect. But because of that reason, that doesn't excuse us to make mistakes intentionally because Psalms 34, 19 tells us one who is righteous has many adversities. That's what I was just telling you. But the Lord rescues him from them all, which means we must understand that if we stay where we were before, when we thought yes and God told us not now, we will continue to hear a not now until we adhere to the things he is telling us, which means we must acquire the fruit of the spirit in this moment of testing, which is faithfulness and self-control. Number four, knowing that you will receive your reward and whatever you've done. Colossians chapter three, verse 23 through 25 says this, whatever you do, do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for people, knowing that you will receive the reward of an inheritance from the Lord. You serve the Lord Christ for the wrongdoer will be paid back for whatever wrong he has done. And there is no favoritism. And Romans chapter two, verses six through eight says he will repay each one according to his works, eternal life to those who by persistence in doing good seek glory, honor and immortality, but wrath and anger to those who are self-seeking and disobey the truth while obeying unrighteousness. And I have to pause right there before I continue on in my notes. I want to share with you. We are all obedient to something. Whether we are obedient to Christ or we are disobedient to Christ by being obedient to unrighteousness, which is evil and works of the flesh, because that last verse within Romans chapter two, verse six through eight, it says, but wrath and anger to those who are self-seeking and disobey the truth while obeying unrighteousness. Because this is what I want you to grasp, because earlier within the podcast, I was talking about how God will chastise those whom he loves. And this is what I'm talking about right here. If we are self-seeking and disobey the truth while obeying unrighteousness, because when we are truly God's children, you can read about this in Hebrews chapter 12, how it talks about he disciplines those whom he loves, because when we are his children, he will set us straight on the path of the straight and narrow that leads to Christ because God is just trying to save us from us breaking our own hearts. He loves us too much to see that happen. But there are moments when God loves us so much that he will have to allow us to hurt our own hearts to see that he was loving us the whole time and trying to protect us from ourselves. I say that to remind you of the story of Jonah and how Jonah was overthrown from a ship to be swallowed up in the belly of a well before Jonah realized that God's ways were better than his ways. And upon Jonah realizing that, God allowed him to get to his destination he was supposed to be at in the first place. 
Now, that's a lesson for all of us, because when we are disobedient to the voice of God and we want to do things our way, sometimes we bring hardships on ourselves. But God still said that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And that is true, because even though Jonah was thrown overboard, the Lord provided for him with the will to keep him until he came to his senses and was able to realize that he must repent, seeking forgiveness and have God use him for righteousness and not allow the works of the flesh to have its way. So today, understand whether God is pruning you to give you more of an increase in him, whether you are living in a disobedient lifestyle, knowing better, but not doing better, whether you are hanging on by a thread of hope, whether you are still in the season of hearing no or not now or whatever your case may be today. The Lord sees you and knows your motives and every intention and his heart's desire should be our heart's desire. And until we have done what he requires from us and whatever the Lord is telling us that we keep pushing to the side and ignoring, it is only when we submit ourselves to him and we remain in him, he will remain in us. That is when you will hear a yes, because when he opens a door and your name is on it, no man can shut. And whatever door God decides to shut, no man can open. So if you're having a hard time deciding which door you're at right now, ask God as I begin to pray, because some of us have heard so many not nows we thought were a yes. And it may have you feeling hopeless and helpless. But let me go ahead and tell you this from personal experience as a believer in Jesus Christ. It's in those moments that we should begin to draw closer to Christ and not further from him. Because the Lord, our God, truly has his best interests for us. And he will lead and guide us because he is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Because whether we hear a yes on this side or the other, the main thing that we ultimately need to grasp and that truly matters is having a yes from the Lord that has received us as his own. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for this message today. So many people have been hurting for far too long for whatever the reason may be. I ask that you would allow us to no longer walk in ignorance but order our steps to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path so that we can walk uprightly before you all the days of our lives. I declare that people are free, that you are breaking yokes, bondages and generational curses and you are healing those that are hurt giving us the strength to remain in you because that's the kind of God that you are so Lord thank you for delivering those from past sins thank you God for making ways out of no ways thank you God for allowing us to realize that if it wasn't for your grace and your mercy following us all the days of our lives we wouldn't be able to have a relationship with you that continues to grow as you increase and we decrease, becoming what you've declared over us, that we are blessed and not cursed and we are precious in your sight. So thank you, God, for loving us and correcting us and allowing your Holy Spirit to give us the discernment that we need in that hour. And when we have a door set before us to know if it is a yes from you or a no or not now or not yet from you, Father, is my prayer and petition. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
Well, I know a lot has been said today and that there are some things that may have gotten your attention or will get your attention later on. But the main thing I want you to take home today is this. When you say yes to God, God says yes to you. So I want you to leave here today knowing that obedience is better than sacrifice. And by us being obedient to God and his commands, it lets him know that we truly love him and have been called according to his purpose. And we are his chosen vessels. So stay encouraged in whatever situation you're going through, knowing that you already have the victory in Jesus Christ. And share this podcast with someone, whether it's a friend or an enemy, because there's someone else out there who needs to hear this message and be encouraged and understand that God loves them and has great things in store for them. And until next time, if the Lord allows us to meet again, I pray God's best for you and your loved ones and the plans he has laid out before you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Amen. And remember, be blessed. Stay blessed because you are blessed.